what's up welcome to the av club podcast a couple things i want to address first and foremost um there's no guests this week which is cool i'm cool with that it's primarily a guest-based podcast but i wasn't able to land one this week so we're gonna do without which is awesome no worries on my end I just, my goal with this is to be as consistent as possible. And I know that I don't have the status to draw people in uh, every single week, not yet at least. And so the more consistent I am, the more consistent the guests will be because, you know, eventually, hopefully it'll get to the point where it's a desired thing to come on here. You know, people are more inclined because of, I don't know. They're just more inclined to, right? Nobody wants to go on a podcast that doesn't have, that's not worth it, essentially. So anyways, I always find it weird when people talk to the camera by themselves. You have to have a super, super special talent to do that. And I don't think I have that. Maybe not yet, but who knows? Maybe somebody will enjoy this podcast, but it's going to be shorter intentionally. Um because I don't have a guest. I don't like to just do it solo. So here we are. But first of all, I guess this isn't first of all, this is second of all. I have some super cool news. So first, I keep saying first of all. Anyways, my desk arrangement kind of got changed. I don't know if you can tell, but over there, um, if you're just listening, the second that de- I had two desks essentially pushed together facing each other. And so that's what the setup looked like. Super Joe Rogany, but that's the model. So I don't care. That's what I like. Also, it, it'll look better when I get more cameras because the side view is a little strange, but you get both people in the shot and it's super easy to just set up a chair and a mic in front of it instead of having couches and armchairs or whatever. This is what I prefer, the desks. And so I borrowed my roommate's desk, Daniel, and he needed it back for his office downstairs. And so now I was left with a smaller desk. So my desk is like a full-size desk. We had these like custom made, nothing special, just, you know, local guy made them, which was really cool. And Daniel and mine were the same size, give or take like a centimeter or two, whatever. And this desk I have on here now is not as long or as wide. And so I'm stuck with this kind of awkward setup because my desk is bigger, clearly. And so, man, I was reaching out to people and super fortunate to come across these guys, this guy named Quentin. And man, his company is a woodworking company. He's a, he's a, makes custom wood pieces essentially. And so we've decided to partner together and I'm super excited, very, very grateful to have the opportunity to partner with anybody. So that's been a goal of mine as well throughout the course of this, this podcast is to, excuse me, is to eventually partner with people and boost their brands and help boost my brand. And so I was able to partner with, with Quentin and the name of his company is, let me pull it up real quick. Let's see. 
Sorry, Quentin. Um, let's see, let's see. What's it called? Come on. Come on. Fun fact, I was in a business fraternity in college, and Quentin was in the same fraternity, just in a different school, which is super dope. But, there it is. Sorry, man, that took forever. So, Quentin and his business partner have a company named Show Off Custom Woodwork. And that's exactly what they do is they make custom woodwork no matter what it is. Cabinets, desks, tables, picnic tables, kitchen tables, literally anything you can think of with wood and craftsmanship, they make. And we're working on something that's going to be super dope. He's going to get some wood that he's never used before. Um, and we're going to make something really, really cool together. And I'm super excited because I get to help this guy even in the small way, it's not like my platform is big enough to where I'm like, you know, Joe Rogan status, boosting it to millions of people, but I get to boost it to everybody I know, which I'm super grateful and glad to do to help them out. Right. And we're helping each other out. And this is a cool, that's the cool thing about partnerships is that you can't have a one-sided partnership. It's double-sided. So we're helping each other out in the process and Quentin and, and his partner, they do great work. I've seen a lot of images on his social media and the stuff is phenomenal. Like I can't believe that he's like my age doing this cuz it's it's that good. It truly is and I'm not just saying that. I'm I'm a big fan of like custom stuff, right? I'm a big fan of custom stuff and I like good quality stuff. I don't usually get poorly made stuff, you know, unless it's something like I don't know, flip-flops, whatever. But anyways, his stuff is super reasonably priced. It's um, That's why I was so attracted to it in the first place is because it was in my budget. And so it, it was just an all-around good deal. And these guys have a Facebook. I'll tag it in the links. Um, and I just can't get over how good the customer service is. Quentin has been super like great and helpful in this process. I know nothing about woodworking, and he's been there for every question, every detail, measurements, custom measurements, custom lengths and all that stuff. Cause, uh, the desk I'm getting, the table I'm getting is, you know, sort of custom due to the fact that it has to be like a kitchen table size, but a little wider, a little taller, a lot of details. And he's gonna, he's gonna make it look awesome. So I'm super happy uh, to have partnered with him and his buddy show off custom woodwork cause they'll show off the custom woodwork they build. There's you a slogan, Quentin. But anyways, man, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunities that this podcast has opened up for me. And like I said, man, it's super, this is weird. I've never one-on-one talked to the camera before, um, long form. And I'm going to be doing that today, which is what I'm already doing. Um, it's a little awkward. It's a little bit awkward, but... Uh, my goal is to stay consistent, so I'm going to release this as if a normal episode was coming out, and yeah, I'm excited, you know. Uh, it's crazy. I couldn't get any guests for this week, but I could get, I got two guests this weekend coming, so I'll have shows for the next two weeks, um, you know, hopefully recorded this weekend and, and finished up, and so it's just the way this works, and 
not everybody can come when you need them to or when you want them to but and that's okay that's just life like i said i don't have a huge platform and so um, this is all just for fun and everybody who's doing it is hopefully they have a good time um and yeah that's that's one of the coolest things about this is that it's been fun for all the guests every time we wrap a show the guests is just super they're just elated they're overwhelmed with joy and they're like man that was so fun we got to do it again there's so much stuff you you talk about on these things sometimes it doesn't even go the direction you kind of think it's going to go because you kind of pre-plan and then you get into it and it's it's so i don't even know it just the conversation takes over and you're in the moment with these people you can see the camera and the lights to your right and it's like wow like it for a second you actually feel like you're somewhat of like a not even famous but just you have somewhat of a status that's higher than what it was before you got in front of the camera if that makes any sense you know not that anybody's better than anybody or not that i'm better because i'm in front of the camera it's my camera it's not like you know people are coming and paying me to get filmed it's this is all my stuff so um i'm just happy to be able to get to share that with many people that I admire and gotten to know. I haven't known, you know, a couple of the guests I've had, I, I didn't know too well. I met them maybe once or twice. So hearing their stories is what this is all about. I'm, I love it so much. And once again, that's why I'm doing this, this weird episode by myself. But man, this has been such a fun journey for me. Um, I know that so here's the weird thing. I, I don't want it to be like a comedy specific podcast. Like my guests will kind of be the the determining factor of how funny or not the show is. Because like whenever I had, let's say, Gideon on, it was jokes every now and then. But it was mainly him telling his story, which is what I love. I love hearing people's stories and their journeys. And so I don't want to throw in humor when it's not needed. Uh, or force anything and obviously not be funny in the process. That would just be like a double miss. And so it's been weird because I really want to have like a comedy podcast, but I don't want to force comedy. I don't want to like tell written jokes on online or on air because it doesn't translate. And honestly, I'm not good at writing jokes yet. I'm like in the process of getting there. And so it's super embarrassing and it, I don't want to embarrass myself any further than what I already do because I'm a fool but if you know me which I'm sure if you're listening to this you probably do um you know that I'm a I'm a goober I'm a McGoober I love laughing I love making people laugh messing with them and telling jokes and just laughing and, and smiling it's my favorite thing in the whole entire world and hopefully by doing this podcast I make people a smile right be hear a cool story and see laugh. Those are the things I love the most. And a lot of things in my life have been changing uh, now that I've found that out, which is super cool. I'm, I'm you know, my, my life's going really well right now. Um, and yeah, it's, it's amazing what this podcast has done and how it's changed my, changed my perspective in the short amount of time I've been doing it. And I'm trying to release episodes every Friday and I'm going to do it as long as I can until I can't do it anymore. And it sounds like I'm about to cry, but I'm not. <clears throat> I just got a dry throat. I'm okay. I promise. Um, man, you know, it's crazy is that 
that example I gave of not buying high quality, like I gave the example of buying high quality stuff and whenever I don't buy high quality stuff, it's something like flip-flops. I actually just bought a pair of Birkenstocks for the first time in my whole entire life. And they're pretty good. I mean, nothing special. The brand does make me feel a little cooler, but they look kind of fake. They're like the rubber ones, so I can get them wet, you know, if I need to go like in the beach or whatever, which I'm going to in like three weeks, going to the beach. That's kind of why I got them. But it's weird. There's a weird coincidence that I said that. Maybe it's because it was on my mind, but those are not cheap sandals, but it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Look, not even kidding. I feel a little bit like, you know, partnering with Quentin and, and his, his partner made me feel like I have a sponsor, which low key it kind of is a sponsorship. Like we're, we do, we partner together and we do, you know, it's not like what you'd think. I'm definitely not getting paid. Um, but we're working, working with each other and helping each other out. And, but even that, that little thing is like, gives me so much confidence and so much boost in what this podcast is doing. Uh, just because of like, he, he told me he listened to an episode or, or whatever. And he was like, dude, I really enjoyed it. And so in my mind, before he listened to it, he had said all this. And I was like, man, I hope he doesn't hear an episode and not want to continue with our plan, you know, because I like, like as much as I want to help the guy out and like as much as he's helping me out, like I, I need a desk. <laughs> so like this was, it was just perfect timing, perfect opportunity. So it was weird. The lack of confidence I got like, kind of like, Whoa, is he going to want me to do this? Is he actually going to want me? But the fact that he went through and is like, yeah, let's do it. Let me get some numbers together this weekend and we'll, you know, calculate like how to get the wood and all this stuff all the little details that go into logistics of it. But I was like, man, how encouraging is that? Knowing that somebody is willing to display their work and like for me, for my show, so that it helps them get their name out there. That's like, that's amazing. That, that can't tell you how happy I was to find that out and how joyful it it gets me to even be able to share this with you guys. I mean, that's a goal. That's been a goal of mine. That's like very small scale. Like we're just, we're just barely scratching the surface with this show. And I can't believe it's happened so quickly. And it might not even seem quickly to most people. It might seem really quickly to some people, but oh man, I just, I believe that, um, my, my, efforts and my consistency will pay off in the long run. And so that's why, again, that's that point again. That's why I'm here doing this right now. This weird talk to myself. I'm literally, it's literally me in this whole house by myself. My studio is like upstairs. My roommates are not home and I'm talking to myself cause I can see myself in the camera. And so I'm like, man, what the heck this is weird. Never thought I'd be here. I have like four bottles of water over here because I drink a lot of water, not really, but flavored stuff. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. 
this this podcast is also you also brought to you by water h2o drink it and you'll live drink it and you won't die if you drink water it's proven that you won't dehydrate it's like a proven fact and you can look that up you can fact check me if you want to or don't just take my word on it but if you don't drink water you will dehydrate if you do drink water you won't dehydrate that is just the name of the game baby that's the name of the game h2o baby two h's one o's makes hydration to us i don't know see now i don't know what to say and i'm just rambling which is okay i like i kind of like it it's kind of cool kind of very weird though more weird than cool like 90% weird 10% cool um I don't do this often. And actually today I knew I wasn't going to have a guest. This week has just kind of been busy for everybody. And I was like, man, what what am I going to do? Am I going to not release one? Am I going to just put out like a little promo saying, hey, guys, no guests this week. But next week we'll have one. No, I wasn't going to do that. I I wasn't going to do that. I have to be I have to be true to myself. No matter who, how many people listen to this or don't listen to this. I have to just continue with it. Um, so yeah, and and we're here. I was talking to myself all day at work. I was, I was like, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? And then I would say some stuff out loud while I was like working by myself in the in the room, in the back room. And then today I went to check the mail. My girlfriend dropped me off. Shout out to my girlfriend. She told me to say that, but my girlfriend dropped me off at the mailbox after she stopped by and then I walked home and legit the whole walk home I was like practicing what I was going to say I got a little nervous I was like man I'm just not going to do it like you know so many doubts just went through my head but um it ended up being cool it ended up being really cool um man I can't tell you how bad how badly I just want to do this for a living and how badly I want to not not that there's anything wrong with it, but I just don't, I, I haven't found the nine to five job thing to be what I was made to do. Um, and it's kind of weird saying this out loud because now, you know, you see me in a couple of years and I have a nine to five job. It's like, I mean, I don't care what people say. It's just a little bit embarrassing if you say something like, oh, I'm not going to do this. And then, you know, people see you doing that. It's like, not only is it like hypocritical, but it's like, kind of like, oh, you're a loser, you know, but I truly like that just because those are like the facts or how I feel doesn't mean I care if that makes any sense. Like, I don't care if people say that, like, I, I got to do what I got to do, but just a weird thought. But anyways, nine to five, I've been like, I right out of college, I got a job, was working and that wasn't even a true nine to five, but it was. And I still couldn't even like, I had so much like availability in my schedule, um, you know, I was making decent money and I was just not fulfilled, you know? And so I can't even imagine if I had like a, a desk job, like I was really thinking about was, I was going to have right after college. Um, that's just wild thoughts in my head, but I've been, I've been talking a lot, um, about aliens, like aliens is come up a lot kind of in my life and people at work I work with a very diverse group of people not only like 
racially or eth- ethnically diverse, but um, just the way their minds work. Of course, not everybody thinks the same. It's like obvious, but like these people are so like different than any any people I've ever met. It's crazy, and I have a good time. It's it's fun, you know. But we've been talking about like the question comes up. It's like, do you believe in aliens? And so I've been thinking about it way more, which is you know something I've really never thought of. Um, I had never thought I'd be talking about it on here in my thirty-hour monologue I'm about to give you guys, but. Um, aliens, man, that's a, it's a crazy topic. I mean, there's just been really, I think there was a, just released that some proof or at least some verbal, like, you know, proof, verbal accounts from the government that's confirmed seeing UFO or something like that. So obviously we know like there's something out there, but like basically my thoughts on the whole thing are, um, I don't even know how we got here, but. I think it was the water. That doesn't make sense. But basically my thoughts are on aliens is that like who like there there's been enough proof for me to not question, right? And even if there wasn't the proof, it's like who are we to say, oh no, there's not aliens in this in this world that's like in this universe that's a, one of many universe in the in the whatever you call this, like this whole thing we're in, not earth, not the galaxy, not the universe, but like this just thing we're all living in. And it's super weird. I don't know. It's weird to think that there's not, you know, cause it's just so big. That's my whole point. It's like, how, how could any of us say definitely with our whole heart? No, aliens aren't real. Are you kidding me? Are you crazy? It's like, dude, have you even been out of the the country? Like, how do you know what you haven't seen? Like, how do you know there's, I don't even know. Like, if that's your logic, if it's like, cause you've never seen it or you don't, you know, if you've never seen it, then I don't know. There's a lot of things you haven't seen that are real in this world. It's why would you even, cause I've, I've heard that excuse a lot. And one of the per- people at work, I think said something like that. And so anyways, I, I don't know. That was just in my mind, but man, Still stoked about this little ad thing. Trying to get some. Uh, what kind of wood is it? What kind of wood is it? It's um. Let's see. Sorry guys, I keep doing this. We're trying to get a wood table that's made out of um. Man. Walnut. God, why couldn't I remember that? Walnut. Wallaby. Walnut. From Australia. Uh, that was bad. This is awkward, man. If you thought I was going to be funny on this, I'm sorry if I'm not funny. I don't know how to be funny on command like this. Um, I'm working on... I'll tell you a little life update. I'm, I'm working on writing more than I have ever written. Uh, I mean, I've just been so motivated to write um, jokes because I, I would like to attempt um, to do something in the comedy world that maybe stand up, you know, I'll probably try it. Uh, dang it, this AC is going to make this loud. Anyways, probably stand up. I want to try that for sure. Super scared. I'm terrified. And not that I'm like embarrassed. It's just like, 
I think the fear comes from me not like not even being embarrassed because you know the majority of the people in there I probably won't all the people in there I probably won't know probably won't see them ever again you know that doesn't scare me I will be I will have stage fright right I think that's a pretty common thing to have but um that's not the part that scares me the part that scares me is that I won't be funny like and then and then what you know it's like this thing I think I want so badly um what if it's not for me? And of course, that's just the f- a natural fear, and it's a possibility. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm not saying it's not going to happen either. You know, there's a lot of ways this could play out. But I, I at least want to not regret not trying it. Um, and I'm young, so like, what do I have to lose besides like what my house? I don't need that. My truck, <laughs> take it. You know, I'll walk. I walk to the mailbox. You know. I walk to the mailbox. Why do I need my truck? I'll find a bike. I'll find a freaking bike, man. I want to get a bike. But I'll walk to the mailbox with or without a bike. That doesn't make sense. Let's talk about fitness and then let's wrap this up because I'm kind of, I'm just, I'm just rambling at this point. I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't know how people do this. There's a guy named Tim Dillon who, uh, who's freaking hilarious. He's a he's a guy from New York, com- comedian, and me and Taylor, we went and saw him at uh, the Paramount Theater in Austin. And um, first of all, if you, I think this is for anybody, most people, right? I'd, I'd just go on a limb and say, if you see some artwork, like, and I'm not even talking like a painting, I'm talking any sort of art, stand-up comedy, sketch comedy, uh, singing, whatever it may be, like photos, videos, anything along that line, movies. If you see like a, a, a beautiful work of art and that doesn't inspire you, then something is wrong with your brain. I mean, shoot, <laughs> come on, give me a break. <laughs> but seriously, if you see some sort of art and it doesn't inspire you to like, just doesn't motivate you to just do something, get out there and create something or, or to work harder at whatever it is you're doing, then man, I just, I don't understand. Like, so we saw this guy, Tim Dillon and he's so freaking funny. He, he wasn't even doing his, his, his routine, right? Like stand up comics. If you didn't know, you basically, you write an act. It's all scripted. Everything you hear has been said probably, you know, at least 50 times the very, very minimum, it's 50 times, you know, like, and, and so that's why it's so funny is because they get the timing down and the, the cadence down and the, their rhythm has got to be on point and all these things have to go into this factor and the, all these things play a factor in, in making somebody so funny. And this guy, Tim Dillon, just went on a straight rant. There was a 13 year old kid in the front row of this, this comedy uh, event. And first of all, like he was, a, it's usually 18 and up, right? But this kid was with his parent and this kid was sitting in the front row and Tim Dillon is not a clean comic, not in the least. And so he was talking about all sorts of crazy stuff. Like I'm not going to give away his jokes. You got to look them up, but it's like this, this kid was there and that was so distracting to Tim. He just completely kind of like took his material, put it to the side focused on this kid and just basically did a whole stand-up act around this kid 
just made it up on the spot. Like I was so impressed with the whole thing. Not only was he hilarious, but he like totally went off of script and just literally made it up on the spot. Was talking to this kid is like help like hyping him up. And then he was like, You must like, you know, you must be crazy if you're here, like, because I'm the worst guy you could see. Like your your dad must be the worst parent in the world. And there was actually a divorce attorney in the audience and he had like, you know, com like comics do. They're like, Hey, what do you do, sir? And he's like, Oh, I'm a divorce attorney. And then Tim was like He was talking to the kid and the kid's dad. He was like, Hey, hey dude you should probably hire him because you're going to, or you, you probably are going to need this guy here after your wife finds out where your kid is. Something like that, man. It was, it was so funny and his act. And he would even tie in parts of his act to form it, to fit around the 13 year old kid. And I was like, man, what, what art? it was just so inspiring. And so basically all that to say, he's got his own show where he just does this one-on-one. He's got a producer, but he just talks about whatever's on his mind that day or whatever like topic is. He'll have a specific topic, but then he'll just go off for an hour. And it's not only is it entertaining, but it's like funny, you know, cause you could be entertaining without being funny. Um, and it was both, it was crazy, super impressive, but anyway, let's just get into some fitness and then we'll wrap this up because I've been talking for 30 minutes already and I have nothing good to say. So, Anyways, um, let's see. So I had in 2020 did marathon training because of the gyms got shut down, right? I was living in an apartment at the time. I really was only using my kettlebell, which was 35 pounds and nothing else. And so I, I, at a certain point, me and my roommate and one of our other buddies, um, we decided to, hey, let's run. Really, it was Adrian, the, the runner. He does endurance sports, and he basically talked us into it. And so we were like, oh, what the heck? You know, we have no other, no other thing to do. Tired of doing the kettlebell. Let's try it. So we start this training, and essentially what, you know, like very, very basic scale marathon training is during the week, you'll do, you know, like let's say – week one, right? Of course, you're not going to start out on like eight miles. So you start out on like two miles, right? On like most of the days you'd run two miles of the week during the weekend, Saturday or Sunday, whichever day you prefer, you, you do a long run. So obviously that's a longer run than what you have been doing. A long run your first week doesn't mean you're going to run 12 miles. It means you're going to run, you know, if you're running two during the week, you're going to run like, like maybe four like four would be a stretch, you know, you're going to add like a mile or two, right? And then two miles is like far more advanced. So you're not going to add two miles just randomly during, you know, week two, you know, but so we're adding these miles. We're getting to like, we're getting to the point to where every day we're needing to run seven, eight, nine, ten miles during the week. Like on a Tuesday, we're running 10 miles. And I'm like, this is bull, man. What am I doing here? And some of them are really fun. Right. Some of them were freaking awesome because you get to hang out with your buddies. You get the, you build up your endurance enough to where you can speak to them and you can talk during your run and um, you can pick up the pace or whatever. And then where you could just have your chill runs where you run like a five mile lap and that's it. Like and then you're like, cool, that was, you know, super easy. Let's finish the day. 
But like once you start, this is kind of like backtracking just a tad, but once you get into those mileage where it's like, I'd say eight is where it hit me the most. Like, well, first hit me, I should say, where it hit, where it first hit me. It's like after you run eight miles, no, actually like five, you run five miles and then you just get home and you're like, oh, like you melt, like you're dead. Your feet are sore, your body's sore. Uh, you're just exhausted. Like I've never been this tired after these long runs, like ever, even playing basketball, you just sprint the whole time. You know, you, you stop every now and then. And then of course you have your timeouts and stuff, but <clears throat> basketball, the majority of the time you're spent just sprinting like back and forth and cutting and short distance sprinting and then long distance full court stuff. And you're never this tired. I'm talking drained. Like I'm talking to the point to where we would run in the mornings. Like, let's say we'd run at for example, we'd run at like 6, 6.30 a.m. We'd get done with like an eight-mile run. It would take us like, let's say an hour and some change because I don't really remember. But um, you get home and like it's only seven or eight, maybe nine if you're a later run, if you ran later. But it's like not even 10 o'clock in the morning yet. And <clears throat> you, you're dead. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even work like on like work because at that point in my life I was doing freelance work so I was here at the office in the desk trying to generate business leads and get people to hire me for video stuff and and I was just like I I can't do it I can't I, no 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 please no 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 do it no do it like I was legit dead I had to take a nap in the mornings which is so weird but uh, that's how hard it was on my body and like I, maybe I just wasn't eating right that's probably what it was like you know I'm, I always I always at least attempt to eat good you know I know I have a very basic understanding maybe a little bit deeper than basic understanding of what I should eat but I, I was staying away from like super bad carbs you know like every now and then I'd have a cheat meal or whatever but um, I thought I was eating good but that might have been just for like working out and like maybe I was just eating not enough or too much of the wrong stuff or either way I was super drained. And then, you know, we get to the point where we're running, like I said, 10 miles during the week on a, like a random Tuesday. And then that weekend runs would be like 12 and then we get to half marathon 13 and then we get to 15. And then we get to 16, we get to 17 and then we get to 18, 19, 20. We got to 20 miles. Like that's, that's where I stopped because at this point, you know, you get to a certain point where you're super close to the marathon. You're supposed to taper off so that your body's fresh, but you still have the endurance and then you get that marathon. Um, and what people say is like, you're never supposed to train for a marathon by running a marathon and training. Actually, I just made that up. I've never actually heard that. That sounds really good. But essentially, people were telling us, yeah, you stop running your long runs at like the farthest you want to run is like a 22, right? That's like your max. You don't want to run a 26 preparing for a 26. You want to run a 22. And then at that point, your adrenaline will carry you the last four and a half or whatever. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me because like, if I haven't gone through it already, how am I going to know how to do it? And a lot of running is just super mental. Like you have to gut it out. I remember we did a 16 mile run in Austin, right? We would go to Austin in the morning. There's a very, very cool track 
course, you could say it's around Ladybird Lake, right? And it's a big loop around the lake, right on the out. It's so cool, especially in the mornings, like when you can see the sunrise and you can see the, the skyline like up close. It's amazing. But essentially, there's a small lap of five miles, right? You finish one, you, you complete one lap of uh, on the small one and it's a five mile lap. And then you complete another lap, of course, for 10 if you do two of the smaller ones. But there's a bigger one and it's a 10 mile lap. So we did it. What did we do? We went through the city. We ran six through the city or something like that. And then we ran the 10 mile lap to finish. And oh my gosh, it's like you cannot, you cannot imagine like what, like that was the most excruciating workout I've ever gone through in my life, physically and mentally. I got to the point to where I was running so slow that like I wasn't even breathing hard. Cause like my body was just so tired. My feet were like freaking, they weren't bleeding, but man, they were like, they were, I don't even know how to explain it. They were just dead. Like my feet were just not even, they were worthless. I was basically dragging my legs, dragging my feet. And it was the hardest run. That was the hardest run. We even ran a 20 and the 20 was hard, but the 16 was by far the hardest. Cause it was the first time we'd gone past 12 or something like that. We did 12 and then we did maybe like a, Actually, we might have done a 13 and then a 15. I know we skipped at least a mile in between. And so, oh my gosh, it was so hard. And the weirdest thing is eating while you're running. Like you, your body's burning so many calories and you're you're just using so much of the nutrients that you your body's stored that you have to eat while you're running in order to maintain any sort of energy level. It's crazy. Like we were having to chew energy gummies, like, you know, like the Gatorade shoes, which when you're a kid, those are cool, like before a basketball game or a football game, but like, they're definitely not needed, right? Like you, you're not going to, you're definitely not going to work hard enough to where you're going to need to burn and take more energy during the game, unless you're a savage. But I wasn't a savage in middle school and, you know, um, but like, we'd have to take this on like, you know, and there's time, like there's suggested uses. And so like after the first hour, you would take one, imagine running for an hour. And then imagine running for another hour. I've done that multiple times. It, I don't know if I'll ever do it again. Maybe, maybe not. But anyways, long story short, the marathon was supposed to be in December of 2020. They canceled it in November. Like, I think we were like two and a half weeks out. And at, at that point, I was like, why? Like, why did I just do all this training for no reason like i knew because it was covid like literally the middle of covid is when it hit people thought they were still gonna have a marathon i signed up for a marathon in the middle of covid it's the dumbest thing up it was the beginning of covid but like i guess you never know hindsight's always 2020 but obviously they were going to cancel it right like looking back duh even if it was outside you're like you're gathered with a bunch of hundreds of people breathing heavy sweating probably spitting when they breathe you know spit and sweat whatever the the case may be there's no way that thing was going to happen so two weeks before two and a half weeks before it got canceled and so adrian and, and daniel were like well when are we going to run it and i was like huh <laughs> what when are we going to run what the marathon's canceled boys yeehaw i'm going to bed but I, I just, like, I was like, 
the decision I made was to not run it. They ended up running one, which is cool, you know, props to them. But my thing was like, at first I was like, yeah, this is going to be cool. And then I was like, man, I'm not enjoying this. Like midway through, like a little later in the process, I was like, dude, I feel like, and I'm not good at running. Like, just keep that in mind. I'm, I'm not good at running. Um, I did pretty good. Though. I kept up as best I could, but like running isn't my thing. I'm a big boned, not even big bone. I'm just a thick dude, you know? Um, and I always have been and running helped me. Honestly, I didn't even lose weight. Like I didn't even lose that much weight. If anything, I lost more, mostly muscle mass and that was it. But anyways, I was like, yeah, I'm not doing it boys. I just personally, I didn't have fun. I was starting to compete with Daniel, especially we're like, we were like neck and neck. And then it got to the point where he was like, you know, I had like a two week period where I had to like rest or like a week or something because I, I hurt my leg and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with it. So I'm just going to stay off of it. And, you know, thankfully it healed, but like I was behind and then I got to this point where I was like competing with myself and with him and then it just got unhealthy in my head and I was like oh, I don't like this like I don't like feeling like you know this is a friendly marathon I'm not trying to race anybody I'm not trying to I'm not going to win the marathon you know like I'm not going to win first place and if I did what whatever I don't what does that even mean like I'm, I'm not going to win any money you know I'm not a professional marathon runner so I was like I just don't see the point in putting my body through any more of that stress because my knees were dead. Like my knees were freaking hurting and I've never had knee problems. And I was really, really missing like weights, hitting the gym, uh, being a thick boy. And so I was like, yeah, guys, I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not in. And so then at that point I started hitting the weights. I bought a weight set because there was no gyms open at the point at that point. And Anyways, you know, I put on a lot of muscle back without really gaining much extra fat, if any, honestly, because I'd lost a ton. And so uh, it was super tough to gain it back. I lost a lot of strength. And so it was really weird getting back into it. But now me, Taylor, Daniel are doing this gym. They're going to this gym called Regimen. Shout out to Regimen Fitness. It's... um. It's in Round Rock. It's like a 15-minute drive, which is nice compared to the gym we were going to. And we basically what the gym consists of are three separate days. Three days you have the option to choose from, right? You have your burn days, which are you're like cardio days, really high-intense cardio. You have your boxing days, which is a mixture of that cardio plus boxing. They have uh, tear-shaped aqua bags if you've never punched a bag before it's like a it's basically a punching bag that's a imagine a a teardrop shape but it's big it's full of water and so uh the fact that it's full of water allows for it to absorb a lot of the the force and so when you punch it it's not like it's not prone to like swing back and forth uh which isn't a good thing when you're punching the bag right like it's not a bad thing but you don't want it to move so you can hit it that makes sense. If it's moving from left to right, you uh, you got to wait for it to stop moving. You can't hit it while it's moving, but it's just it's better for like your form and everything to hit it while it's still, while it's stable. And so these allow for that to happen easier. And then you have your build days, which are heavier weight days mixed with cardio. Um, and it's killer, man. We get to wear a heartbeat monitor, like a heart rate monitor. 
it's one of the ones that wraps around your chest, like right underneath your pec line. And it's, um, they're cool. At least it makes you feel like, yeah, like I'm kind of like a stud, you know, we're wearing these heart rate monitors and even though it really means nothing like cool, you get to see your heart rate, but like, unless you're like a UFC fighter or like a professional athlete, like your heart rate, it's a big deal, right? That's how, that's like you're like your fat burning and your, your, uh, cardio stages, uh, are determined by where your heart rate is, but you don't need it. Like if you're just an average person working out, like everybody who goes to that gym, you don't need it, but it's a way for the coaches to monitor how hard you're going or how hard you're not going. And so it's super dope to see it. Cause it's like, Oh man, I'm only in like the blue, which is like the, you know, 60, 60% like heart rate compared to like, you know, like your, your eighties, which is like your yellow zone. And then your nineties, which is your red zone. And so I'm doing that right now. I'm prepping for a vacation. We're taking in uh mid May, early May, mid May, something like that. It's going to be fun. And, um, yeah, I'm just trying to keep it up really what the goal is to put my foot on the gas and, and continue to write, continue to get better at the things I need to get better at in order to take the first steps to my future goals. So this podcast is super helpful. Once again, shout out to uh show off custom woodwork, baby. My boy, Quentin, he's, he's taking care of me. Um, I, like I said, I'm going to link them in the description hit them up if you need any woodwork i know i know a lot of young adults you're gonna need tables i trust me i bought a kitchen table and they're really expensive and you not you're not gonna find what you want all the time like you're gonna have to settle most of the time to get like a like a like a decent price which is still super expensive and these guys take care of you um they'll help you customize whatever you need whatever you want for a very very reasonable price like i'm talking I'm talking better than better than any store you could go to. So um, hit them up. Hit me up. If you have any questions about anything, I'm a life coach now after this talk. I feel like I'm a, I'm a counselor. I feel like I'm a counselor. I feel like I'm a, um, a counselor to myself. I just basically gave myself a, a counseling session and I'm going to charge myself, uh, you know, pretty pretty high rate for this, uh, this hour, I guess I've done. Didn't think I was going to go for an hour. If you're still listening, I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. And scene. Thank you. Thank you. I'm an actor. Anyways, uh, like, and subscribe, baby. I've never said that before, but uh, I'm not going to cut this out. So like, and subscribe. And, um, We'll see you next time. Oh, also, if you make it this far in the podcast, let me know if you think that I should make some merch. I make t-shirts for a part-time job and I have access to all the merch. And so I'd make it by hand. I'd have my logo on it. Just let me know what you think and I'll get it done. Um, Yeah, serious about the merch. Let me know what you think. And I love you all. This is truly truly what makes me happy. Um, one of the things, you know, it's, this isn't the only thing that makes me happy. My family, my friends, my girl. Uh, but man, I'm telling you this thing is, is I love it. So thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. 
peace. Peace and love. And these nuts. Peace, love, and these nuts. Thank you.